Hey everyone, welcome back to Stars Opinion. If you are here from YouTube, this is an extension of my YouTube channel, Stars Conversations. I will leave the link below if you want to go ahead and follow um, my YouTube page. But if you are here listening to my podcast, Stars Opinion, go ahead and follow the page. So today, I wanted to speak about the video that has been going around for about two weeks now. I saw it when it first posted, but it was a video of Donnie McClurkin and he was giving his opinion and his thoughts on how the music industry or the gospel music industry, I should say, has um, not lived up to the standards of what they are preaching and what they profess to believe like their lifestyle is completely different from what or how they perform on stage so I wanted to go ahead and play the clip for you guys and then once I play the clip for you guys I will be back with my commentary all right so thank you for listening I'll be back you can watch now um, the industry called gospel music today you see that a lot of it is solely for the aggrandizement. It is for the awards. It is for the popularity. And we use gospel as, as, the, as the foundation, gospel music, but it, we're building all of this um, carnality on top of it. Who can get an award and who can get the, 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 the television spot and who's going to be on the televised award show? And, and the like, and that becomes the goal. You go to the award shows now, and you, and you, and you um, platform all of the gospel artists and all the new gospel music, and then you go to the reception afterwards, and it's drinking and secular music. They got an open bar, they play nothing but secular music at a gospel award show. So this, is, this has become the norm, because we've let down the guard. The, 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 the guardians have let down the standard. And now there's another standard raised where it's all according to what you think is right. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of those ways are the ways of death. So that's where we find ourselves. We're singing a great message, but we're not living a great life. Mm -hmm. So the word to those who look up to you, respect you, who uh, believe in you that may not know the way, like you say, the generation of today, mm -hmm. so that they can, if they're on that path, what would you say to them to abort that mission? Oh, man, there's so much to say because there's so much to institute and there's so much to dismantle. Yeah. And this generation has risen up that doesn't know God really in that sense. There's a lot to say. The first and foremost thing that I could tell anybody in the multiple generations that are underneath me, is let Jesus Christ really be the Savior. Let him really be the one who sanctifies us. Let's learn what sanctification really is. Let's come out from among them and be separate from them and not touch the unclean thing. And, and he said, the truth, everybody says, you know, he, God is every, uh, we're all God's children. We're all God's children. That's not what Second Corinthians says. He says, only when you come out from among them and only when you're separate from them he said, and then I will be a father to you. It's conditional. 
and then I will be a father to you, and then you will be my sons and daughters, because you've come out from sin. You are living like me now in holiness. So we've got to get back to holiness, live like God, and stop making excuses for the carnality that we've held on to that we wanted. Okay, so we heard what Donnie McClurkin has said. He said basically the gospel artists and the gospel industry are basically being hypocrites. And just to like sum it up real quick, that what they are performing and professing in front of in front of the cameras and on stage, they are living a life different from what they are professing because at gospel award shows they are um backstage backstage listening to secular music and drinking and basically you cannot tell the difference if they are in the world or are they just um not of the world I should say and now there's a few things like you know I do not believe Christians cannot drink alcohol the Bible says to not be drunk with wine and to be sober so if if I'm someone or I know someone who is struggling with alcoholism I don't want to invite that person or drink alcohol around that person because that is something that they struggle with so in essence i'm i'm going to refrain myself from drinking around that person or if i'm a person who um is struggling with alcohol because i use that as an escape escapism to my problems then I'm gonna I'm going to as a Bible believing Christian I'm going to stay away from alcohol because it does me no good it has no value to my life now are they are there Christians who drink alcohol yes there are but it's all about time place and perception right so that is kind of like, for my perspective, my opinion, it's like you have to know um, the time and the place to be able to do that. Okay, so if I'm a gospel artist or if I am a um, gospel teacher and I'm in public and I'm doing actively doing something in ministry, I do not want to partake in drinking alcohol because I am a representative of Christ. Like I'm not going to go to a church event and then backstage or, you know, somewhere in the venue, I'm going to be like, oh, make me a martini. Like it's a time and place for everything. And I am a representation of Christ. So I don't want to misrepresent God. Because that's what Moses did when um, when he struck the rock. Instead of speaking to the rock, when God told him to speak to the rock, he hit the rock with his staff and he misrepresented God. So we don't want to do that. Okay, but, but here is the caveat to that. You know, 
we the the gospel industry um as far as the music industry is concerned i feel as though they do a lot of gimmicks to try to um not all of them but you know they there are a few i'm pretty sure you have that image in your head of those type of gospel artists right now um they try to use gimmicks to persuade the youth they they always use that as like oh we have to get the youth involved we have to get them engaged okay but to what extent are you doing it to get the youth involved um i don't necessarily agree with gospel artists doing collaborations with secular artists because i just feel like how can two walk together unless they agree so i'm not gonna listen to a track by kirk franklin and little baby because what little baby represents is what god is calling us out of he's calling us out of materialist materialism he's calling us out of idolatry he's calling us out of um lasciviousness you know fornication everything that little baby raps about god is calling us out of that lifestyle so how can i listen to a gospel record from an artist that collaborates with him because they're just doing um this song to gain money and to broaden their audience and the devil is so deceptive that you know a a young christian or a, a baby christian in their walk of faith will be like oh, okay you know i can listen to this song and you know we don't want to give the devil any type of a foothold when it comes to any aspects of our lives so when he says that you know the gospel industry and the gospel music um you cannot tell one from the other of their lifestyle or what they're singing on stage is absolutely true because he mentioned um uh, scripture he second corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 and he said come out from among them like uh, you know matter of fact let me just let me just go to the scripture right now and let's read it second corinthians let me grab my phone we're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and we're going to go to verse 17. And I am reading from the new um, language. What is this? The New Living Translation. There it is. So we're going to go to 17. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things, and I will welcome you. And then 18 reads, And I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Almighty, Almighty Lord. So if we go, uh, let's scroll back up. Okay, so 
2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14, it says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with the wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with the unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God says, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. So then I already read verse um, 17 when it says, Therefore come out from among among unbelievers and separate yourselves. So Danny McClurkin basically just said it right there or he reiterated what the Bible says to come out from among them. So how can gospel artists connect themselves with non-gospel artists to do gospel music when the Bible clearly says to be separate from them? And then a lot of a lot of people always say, well, how do you how are you going to reach, you know, the unsaved or the unbelievers? But it's not about us reaching them. It's more so about us living the life that God called us to live. And in that, the way they see our lives or how we live our lives that is the way that God is going to draw them because they are going to be, or we as a Christian community, we are going to be different. We're, our attitude is going to be different. The way we do things is going to be different because we are not of the world. We are, um, we are not um, in the world, but we are separated from the world. So that's what is going to draw them by us living the godly principles in the way that God wants us to live. That's that is how we will reach the unbelievers, right? So then he goes on to say that you know the the guardians have let down the guard. So there is a new standard in today's gospel um, industry and. I'm still going to use Kirk Franklin as an example. Wanting the fame and wanting the money and the accolades of the world, the acceptance of the world to say, hey, I'm cool. I could do this. I could do that. And now you don't know your left from your right. You don't know what's holy or what's not holy because you have lowered the standard of what is um, holy and what is um, not holy. You know, if you read the Old Testament, I love the Old Testament, especially in the book of Leviticus and Exodus, when God is teaching the Israelites on how to worship him. And he's teaching them um, how to build the tabernacle and um, what they should do and how they should do it. And when Aaron's sons um, gave that strange fire and he burnt, God burned them up, he told Moses that I would teach them. They must know what, they must distinguish between what is clean and what is um, unclean. I will display my holiness. 
So God has a standard that we have to live by, right? We have to live by his standard. We cannot make our own standards and say, oh, that's Old Testament or that's New Testament. Like God's standard is straight forward throughout the Bible. Like his standard is straightforward throughout the Bible. So, you know, I definitely agree with Daniel McClurkin that there the standard has definitely been lower. I mean, it was one time I can remember that the singer Yolanda Adams, she would not even open her mouth to sing secular music. But now you see her, she's in a um a show um on BET. It is called Kingdom Business. And I watched the show, but as I was watching the show, I felt guilty and I said, you know, if season two, I told God this, I said, if season two comes back, I would not watch because I felt as though, excuse me, I felt as though I grieved the Holy Spirit living within me because it was so blasphemous like there ha- there would have been a time that Yolanda Adams would have said, no, I'm not doing this. This is not of God. This is not what I want to represent. And then now fast forward to today, we see her in a salacious um, sitcom or drama on TV, you know, the, the standard has been lowered in the gospel community. And, you know, I wanted to read another scripture that I think goes very well with what we're speaking about today as far as like holding up the standard of God and um, people being hypocrites and not pretty much not living how they say they are living. And it brings me to Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to read from verse 20. So Matthew chapter 7, starting at verse 20. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who breaks God's laws. And this is New Testament. So you can't say, oh, that was the Old Testament. This is New Testament. He said, get away from me, you who break God's law. I never knew you. Like, I wouldn't never, I would never want God to say that to me. So I'm always so careful and welcome God's Holy Spirit to always correct me when I'm doing something wrong. Yes, okay, we are human. We are not perfect. We fall down, as Donnie McClurkin's son says, but we get up, you know, and not to be entangled in the nonsense again. But there is a difference between um, practicing sin and being tempted and falling into sin. 
I'm not going to make a habit of practicing sin. I'm not going to do that, right? But if I so happen to sin, I fall under the grace of God that I don't sin. So, yeah. And, you know, that brings me to mind. Leandria, there was a video that was floating around the internet recently, and she was saying that she needed to put herself back into rehab or she needed to take a break um, because she's, she is struggling. And now Leandria was one of those gospel artists that um, was always going on live. She was partying. She was drinking. She um, was cursing. And then when people tried to correct her, she was like, I don't know exactly what she said, but it was more so of like, y'all don't know me and God knows my heart and all this X, Y, and Z. And so now fast forward, because this was like maybe about five, six years ago, if that long, I'm not sure. So don't quote me on it. But now she, it, I don't know if she was at rehearsal, if she was at church, but she was saying that she she was basically saying that she needs to get back into her um, rehab because she is, I'm hurting myself or that's what she, I think she said she was hurting herself or it's time to get help again because basically she suffered from alcoholism, right? So she's one of the artists maybe of um, that Donnie McCorkin is talking about. You go out on stage, you perform this gospel song, and you get the oohs and the ahs and the goosebumps. But then when the performance is over, you go backstage and you're listening to secular music and you're drinking and you're party- partying. So you're touching the unclean things that the Bible says not to touch. You know, now, again... We have to put things in its right perspective and we have to put things in its right context. So, no, I'm not going to smoke weed. Like, I'm not going to do that. But as far as drinking, I think there that is a very fine line when it comes to drinking alcohol. And as I stated before earlier in this podcast is that If I am someone who suffers from alcoholism, I have to let it go. And if I know someone who suffers from alcoholism, but I drink alcohol, I am not going to drink alcohol around them because I know that they suffer from it. And I will hate to have my fellow brother or sister in Christ fall victim to something that God has delivered them from. And now that God has delivered them from it, they have to walk in that deliverance of not fulfilling their desire to drink alcohol. So I'm not going to drink alcohol, even though that's not something that I struggle with, right? So I definitely agree with Donnie McClurkin when he talks about the gospel industry. It's not holding the standard God's standard of what they are singing and preaching about um and I hope they get it together so that is all that is my commentary on 
what Danny McCurkin had to say about the gospel music industry. Let me know what you guys think about it. And I will catch you later. And remember, I also have um, my YouTube page, which is Stars Conversations on YouTube. And then this is an extension of that, which is Stars Opinion. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys next Friday. Bye.